0: Good evening. Today is Monday, December 11th, and we're studying the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. This week's chapter is We Agnostics, and our speaker tonight is Chris S. Thank you, Chris.
1: Hi. Uh, thank you very much for asking me to uh, lead. My name is Christopher. I'm a compulsive overeater. Um, Just to get some um, n- uh, facts and numbers out of the way, my top weight was uh, 550 um, as of uh, my last weigh-in, uh, I am between, or I, I'm 198. Uh, I stay between 190 and 200 per my doctor and a sponsor. I have a sponsor. I have a home meeting. I do sponsor as well. Um, I've been in OA since the beginning of uh, January 2020, um, but I uh, I have uh, two and a half years of uh, true abstinence. I had to restart my time. In June of 2021 because I was not being honest about food Um, and luckily I never left um, so I was able to you know restart um, and I'm happy that what we're talking about today and what we're focusing on um, is is what we're talking about because that's how I making my own conception of God and uh, we agnostics really did help me to uh, uh, get honest and uh, restart my time. Um, I will say this meeting, I have not been to this meeting in a while, but this was one of the first meetings I started coming back to when I restarted my time. Um, like I said, I never left the rooms, but I, uh, I, I did have to really buckle down and try a lot harder and humble myself, uh, when I restarted. Um, I, I think I can share the screen. Uh, I am just going to share some pictures very quickly um, th- these are, these are some of my favorites that I could just find really quick. Um, this is just to prove I take this disease to a pretty crazy level. Um, all right. So, uh, I've always been very, I was always very big. Um, I, uh, I don't remember a time when I was at any healthy body weight. That's not out of delusion. That's just factual. Um, by the time I was out of grade school, I was over 350 pounds. And then by the time I was out of high school, I was over 500. Um, And uh, one of my worst memories was uh, at my mother's funeral. Um, I was sitting outside of uh, the funeral home trying to like process all of it. And I broke the bench I was sitting on. Um, And that was like, just my reminder that I'll never not be, you know, a monster. My 20s were uh, a lot of trying to get you know, skinny. I tried everything except for the surgery. I went from 550 to 350 about four times uh, in my 20s. And, you know, if I was at 350, I was very helpful, uh, or very healthy. And if I was at 550, eh, I was having a rough go. Um, I found the rooms in 2020. Uh, well, 2019, I found AA. And then um, I found OA in 2020, thanks to someone I randomly met at a show who is a fellow uh, in this room. Um, I'm not in this room right now, but they're they're a fellow. Uh, I found OA. I heard the music, and in nine months, I dropped two hundred pounds by following the food plan I was given, which was just I cut out my alcoholic foods. And since twenty, since January of twenty twenty, I have not touched an alcoholic food. Uh, uh, purposely. There's been a couple times when you know uh, uh, some sugar or a potato has you know gotten past the goalkeeper, but. I was very honest about it, and um, I have not touched any of my alcoholic foods then, but I didn't really have a conception of of a higher power that worked for me after I got sober with food. Um, My conception of a higher power when I got sober from drugs and alcohol was um, the flow of a river. And that worked, like that, that worked while it worked. And then when I got sober with food, I did not work the steps. I just kind of used this as a diet and calories club, and I um, used the fellowship to call and complain and whine whenever I was hungry. Uh, and that's that's what happened. And then I uh, I in on June 14th of 2021, I was having an audible conversation with a piece of cake in a gas station. And I realized that, you know, at that point I was back in the food and I called my sponsor and I had been lying about amounts and, you know, uh, restricting, not restricting, overeating. There was no honesty. And then I got honest. And, um, you know, before I got honest, life was very good. Um, You know, I I met a girl and I got a dog and I got my career back and everything was great. Um, But I was still very miserable and sad and upset. Um, and then I, uh, you know, got honest and I didn't gain any weight back, but, um, I was not happy. <laughs> I was not happy at all. And I asked, uh, my sponsor what to do. And he told me to work the steps and that was foolish. Why would you do that? Um, and, uh, he told me to call people who had relapse in their story and uh, asked them what they did so I did and there was a person who helped me conceive my own idea of a higher power um and I think they just got in the room um and it they advised me to just you know talk to your higher power as if they're in the room with you and that's what I have that's what I did and that's what I still do I could not describe to you what my higher power is I don't really know I don't have like an image I don't it's uh it's not a man it's not a woman it's it's just the ether i don't know i i i talk into the ether and i pray into the ether and that's my higher power and that's what's working today um i did have a spiritual experience uh when i um in in uh, january of 2022 uh my father my my father's wife got covid and passed away And then my father got COVID and he was on his way out. Um, And I was asked by my stepsister to come down to Florida and, you know, be a service and help out. And I was like, not a shot. That's not going to happen. Um, And me and my dad don't have a terrible relationship, but we're not exactly great friends. Um, So I called a bunch of my fellows and everyone told me to pray on it. And I said, why are you? not helping me. This is not helpful. Uh, I need answers. I need direction. And everyone just told me to pray. So I prayed. And then I put the radio on, which I never put the radio on. I was driving to work and um, a Christian station was on. And <laughs> the what they talked about on the Christian station, the second I turned on the radio was, uh, uh, if you overeat, you were blocking God out. And I was like, that's weird. And then I got to this house that I had to go to. And uh there was a prayer. I, I always forget what the prayer was. It wasn't a straining prayer. I don't know what the prayer was. There was a prayer on the mailbox and there, and there was a prayer on the door. And um the person I was doing the job for, I, I'm an insurance adjuster. I'm not like a, a pastor. Um It was a woman who was the widow of a pastor who had just died from COVID. And we prayed together. And uh, when I got back into my car, I was like, if that's not God, I don't know what is. And that was my spiritual experience. And I went to Florida and it was awful, just as I expected. I knew it was gonna be awful and it was awful, but I didn't overeat. And I got through it by praying and um, my fellows. I I really, I remember the day that I left to go to Florida. It was the day of the first in-person OA birthday party after the pandemic. And I really wanted to go. Um, well, <laughs> I didn't really want to go. I, I didn't want to go. But uh, I would have much rather gone there than gone to Florida. And I remember like meeting up with some fellows, before, literally, as I'm on the uh, way to the airport, I met up with some fellows that were in town that I met through Zoom. And I, I didn't want to be around them. I didn't want to do anything with anyone um, except for my fiance and my dogs. That's it. Um but when I got back from Florida, you know, I, I I really dove into the program more and the fellowship and I started working the steps. And I can't say that every day if you call me, I'm going to be really excited and happy to talk to you. But I can say that I am much happier now to be in the program and to um, converse and interact with fellows in the program than I ever have been. Uh, When I got back from Florida, I started working the steps. Um, And since then, I have been a sponsor. I I try to live in 10, 11 and 12 to the best of my ability. Um, And the only reason why I don't hurt myself with food and the only reason why I am at a healthy body weight today, um, I truly believe is because of a power greater than myself. Um, And and when i got into the rooms it, even in the other program but even in oa at first when it says you know we we came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity i i did not consciously believe that if if that makes sense like i got into the rooms and i saw recovery from everybody and i saw that everyone was like not you know either um a very heavy i'm seeing it now 10 minutes beautiful uh, thank you. Um, I, I I saw recovery. Um, but I didn't understand the idea of a power greater than myself. I just I just acted as if for a very long time, and I gotta say I still act as if now. Um, when I wake up, the very first thing I do is I send uh my sponsor an email with what I'm gonna eat, what I ate the day before, and um I answer three questions. I don't know if it's tenth or eleven step. I, I don't care uh, what I can tell you is that that's the first thing I do. And that's that and not eating my alcoholic foods and not eating more than I commit, it, just eating what I commit. That's the only thing I do perfectly in the program. That's it. Um, everything else is kind of a crap shoot. Uh, and that goes for life in general. Um, I don't always pray. I rarely meditate. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I that's that I, I don't make three phone calls. Sometimes I make 25 phone calls in a day. Sometimes I don't make any phone calls. It just depends on what I need at that moment. And I don't always know what I need. I certainly do not know what I need when it comes to food. Um, and that's why I when it comes to food, uh, that is the only thing that I do. I try my best to do perfectly, which is just following my plan of whatever my sponsors told me. Um, I've made a lot of, um, let's say, bad choices in regards to how I've treated people because of my food, um, uh, trying to like protect my abstinence. I've had to make a lot of amends to my uh, fiance's friends for being an asshole um, when they have either suggested or just not done what I want when it came to food. Um, And, and that sucks. That's very, that, that really sucks. Um, I can tell you right now that uh, myself, my fiance uh, will not be invited back to the yearly Florida trip for uh, universal um, because I, um, you know, I, I said some things that shouldn't have been said. I made an amends for it. You know, I, I tried to clean up my side of the street. Uh, I did, but that doesn't mean we're going to go back and, um, that I, I'm okay with it. Um, and, uh, I'm okay with it because it, I, I, I had to experience that. I, I had to experience the, uh, shittiness of that. And then the humility of, uh, cleaning up and, you know, uh, confronting like, Hey, I made a mistake here and I apologize. Um, anyway. Uh, so, so every day, like I said, the only thing I do in regards to my program that I feel is perfect is just, I send the email out and I don't overeat or eat any alcoholic foods. That's it. Everything else. I, I need a lot of help. I need a lot of help. Um, so I do, uh, at least a meeting a day, uh, this will be my second meeting for the day. Um, and it's because, you know, as the, as I showed you with the pictures, I could take this disease to an insane level. Um, and I have a lot of, I don't know if it's healthy, but I have a lot of fear of this disease. I'm, I'm horrified of going back to where I was. And I got to say that that's the only reason why I didn't leave to begin with, uh, after I restarted my time. And let me make it very clear. I did not, I, I don't want to be here. I mean, now I do. Uh, I've, I've I've definitely like grown um, a a very huge appreciation for this program, and it's the only reason why I, you know, like, I'm getting married next year. I live in a house. When I got here, I was living on a couch. Like, you know, like, like this this program has saved my life. But I don't want to be a compulsive overeater. It's the last thing that I would want to say that you know is is what I do. Um, but when I restarted my time and i was embarrassed and humiliated all that ego um i knew that this was literally the only thing that ever worked the only thing that ever worked for me to it it, aside from the weight loss right and and i don't want to say aside like that i don't care i care about that a lot i'm very vain that is like i'm so happy i do not weigh that much but like, I don't obsess over food. I, I don't obsess over certain foods the way that I used to. Um, I'm able to make my fiance during the holidays a bunch of cheesecake. And I have no draw to it. I'm not sitting here obsessed over it. Um, but every day, uh, I I have a little fight in my head about why do I have to weigh out 12 ounces of fruit and why can't it just be 12.2? Why do I have to slice a grape in half? Like, why can't I have extra broccoli? This isn't un- like I have that every day. um, And I get through that by the fellowship and the program and pr- like like praying. I, I really want to tell you. I want to tell you so bad that I go to God first when I have a problem. And if I told you that, I would be liar. I do not go to God first. I go to I have eight different chat groups um, on my phone that I share my food with and I share out loud like all of my problems that are I'm never going to get over. Um, There's I'm looking at one face right now that knows everything that has happened to me today, like knows every single thing, how I brought my fiance's car to the dealership to get an oil change and her whole car needed to get serviced. And it messed up my whole day and yada, 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 yada. Um, so it, I don't go to God first. I don't and 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 I know the whole you know uh, uh what is it like people are like God with skin or whatever. I don't I don't I don't know about all that. What I do know is that the fellowship is where I turn to first um, and I hopefully one day we'll start just turning straight to God first. And sometimes I do, sometimes I do. Um, but it's it's not it's not perfect. Um, but I am able to not hurt myself with food based off of those actions and the the action plan that I have every day. Um I I don't know where else to go with this on my own conception of a higher power. Uh in regards to we agnostics, I was very happy when I first got introduced to the program and there was a whole chapter on we agnostics because I am exactly, um, my, my dogs ate my book. So I have a new book and I had a bunch of stuff like marked here and I have nothing now marked. Um, but, uh, I am exactly what they were talking about in that chapter on like, I, I, I wanted to say I was an atheist, but really I just, you know, I just didn't have any belief system really. Um, and everything they talk about in that chapter, I fully relate to. Um, I, I I'm very happy that they were smart enough in the thirties or the 20, whenever it was made to, uh, put a chapter in there. Um, and to explain and break down the idea of having faith in so many different ways, because I, I, I have faith in every, I, I had faith in a lot of things. Um, I have faith in a lot of things. And now one of those things is uh, uh, a power greater than myself, which again, I'd love to describe it to you. I don't know what this power is. I don't know what this power looks like. I don't have a name. I say God, but it still, like it says in one of the pages in we, we agnostics, like the word God invokes all this like weird, all all this like weird shit from my past. Um, but I still call it
2: two minutes left
1: that perfect thank you so much lisa um so yeah i um i uh, thanks to a fellow um they explained to they 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 held my hand through getting my own conception of a higher power when i restarted my time and i am very grateful for them and all of the um you know generosity they showed me while i was trying to get my mind right. <laughs> my mind is not right. Um, it's it's better than uh, two years ago. Uh, so yeah, with that, I'm gonna uh, be quiet. Thank you very much for letting me share.
0: Thank you, Chris. Bear with me here. Okay. okay. We will now open the meeting for questions or for three-minute shares. As this is a big book study, sharing and questions sharing and questions should relate specifically to the chapter and step being studied this week. We ask you to accept this guideline in order to keep the meeting on track. If you'd like to share or ask a question, please raise your virtual hand, which is under reactions or star nine if you're on the phone. I will call the raised hands in order and the Zoom host will ask you to unmute when it's your turn. With the timekeeper please set a timer for three minutes for each share and announce when time is up. If the speaker is asked a question, please allow three minutes for the answer.
2: Claudine, share with us please. Hi, I'm Claudine. Um. Recovered Compulsive Eater in Nashville, Tennessee. Chris, thank you so much for that, for that. I mean, what a testimony of what this program can do. It's just incredible, incredible. Um, a couple of things really hit me when you said, you know, I'm afraid you have fear of this disease. I have huge fear of this disease. But then what I realized, it's it's a very healthy, respectful fear of what this disease can do because it's it you know it's like a it's like the ocean can take you down in seconds and it, the disease does the same thing and so i you know um i'm always when people discuss either relapse or things like that it i always want to know well what you know what happened what were you going through what was it and because I just want to be hyper vigilant. But at the same time, I can take that fear and make it um, paranoia and not trusting God. I could go to the other extreme. Yeah. And it's funny, my daughter said, Well, if you did relapse, what makes you think that God wouldn't come after you again? And I was like, Oh, well, I forgot. And so, you know, but it, I do have this respect that I call fear because, I mean, this disease is horrific. But also, I love your honesty just through everything you shared, but especially that you don't go to God first. I mean, I it's so funny because I will go to God on a friend's behalf before I will think to do it for myself when I have a problem. I'm like, oh, you know, I'm going to pray for them right now, blah, blah, blah. But then when I have something and a friend says to me, well, have you prayed about it? I'm like, oh, that's crazy talk. What are you, what do you, you know, and I just think it just, it's amazing how I step into God's shoes all the time and I'll get feedback from people and say, well, I'll do that or that. And really what I need to be going is to God. So I love that you said you don't do that. And I'm just like you, am I getting better at that? I am. God's growing me in that area, but I still do it all the time. I just, he's back there behind me and I'm like, okay, come on." so anyway, thanks for letting me share. Thank you, Claudine.
3: Mia, will you share with us, please? Ah, uh, thank you, Meredith. Um, thank you, Chris. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you, everybody who's doing service tonight. Yvonne, um, Mia J T from Lexington, Mass, recovered compulsive overeater, available sponsor. If anybody's looking for a sponsor, Chris? Thank you. I've seen you on other meetings, but I've never heard your story. So I really, I had no idea, you know, where you came from and how you got here and um, I'm grateful that you stayed because uh, that that is very similar to my story, you know, um, been, been in the rooms, you know, a long time, had glimmers of recovery, glimmers of abstinence, you know, whatever that abstinence was at the time. And, uh, you know, just always knew, like you said, that this was the only thing that worked for me. And I've tried like freaking everything, you know. Um, but um, I'm just I'm glad to be here. I'm really glad to hear you. So thank you. But my, my question for you is, you said that you asked three questions. I think you said that either in an email or you answer it first thing in the morning. I was wondering if you could share with us what those three questions are. So thank you very much and everybody have a great day.
1: Yeah, for people. sure. Um, it's uh, the, the uh, questions are uh, uh, what's going right? Uh, what is my plan? Which is, I, I take it as what what what's my plan for the day? Um, And then what's keeping me from peace. Um, And I will let you all um, figure out what paragraph is uh, longer every morning with uh, those three questions.
3: Okay, thanks very much.
0: Thank you, Chris. Stephen G, will you share with us, please?
4: Hi, I'm Stephen G. I'm a compulsive overeater. Um, thank you, everybody. I've never been to this meeting. Um, thank you, Chris, for alerting us that you were speaking at the meeting. Um, yeah, I, 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 it's so funny because I've just been reading uh, in a big book meeting, um, We Agnostics, uh, for the past couple weeks. And, um, you know, uh, um, I... I uh, the 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 logic that they employ in the book to try to invite faith, I, I was just saying yesterday, like it doesn't do anything for me. You know, when people say like, "Look at the ocean, how could there not be a god?" I'm like, well, because there's, I don't know, like you know, but it doesn't 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 it doesn't do it. But uh, but but what I've discovered along the way. And I think the reason my spirituality has increased and my willingness um, to to work on it has increased is because it seems to me that people that um, that have abstinence program and keep it have a spiritual fitness. It may not be perfect, but they're at it every day. Um, there was this French playwright. I'll just address it to Chris because maybe other people would know this. This guy named Moliere. And he once said, uh, I take my best where I can find it. And um, and that's my approach uh, of, of to God these days. I take it where I can find it. You know, last night uh, after I, a lot of program work and other stuff, I was ready to be done, and I had one more person to call back, and it was this woman I never met her before, and she had so many questions. And at first, I was like, oh, <laughs> I answered all the questions, saying <laughs> she's interested in an action plan, blah blah blah. And, uh, you know, today I just wanted to eat. I still want to eat. The jury's not out, you know. Um, You know, around 1 o'clock I get a text. It's from the woman. What's the date planner that you use? You know, I want to try to use that too to do my action plan. And it was like, that was God. That took my mind off the food, you know. That was God. Your text today. Oh, there's a meeting, you know, right at this point where I'm like really kind of effed. Um, That to me is, is, is God. Um, you know, I'm somebody, you know, I eat cause I'm a compulsive overeater. Uh, in one sense, it doesn't matter why, but, um, when my life gets too much and I want to blow it up, that's the best way I've found, um, to, to blow up my life. Because once I start getting the food, now I got a problem that's bigger than life. I don't have to really deal with my life. And so now I'm in, you know, Early abstinence. I think it's thirty nine days. And hey, guess what? Life is coming back, and it expects things from me. And Special
2: I. a ex- reminder.
4: Thank you. I'll wrap up, um, but I will say thank you, Chris. Thank you, everybody. Appreciate it. Thank you, Stephen. Molly,
0: yes, will you share with us, please? Hi, good evening, everybody. Thank you for having me.
5: Thank you to everyone who's in service. Um, Thank you for your honesty, Chris. Um, I'm just going to share this in in honor of your honesty. I was writing in my journal. This guy is really honest about the imperfection of his program, which I appreciate. On the other hand, this guy is really honest about the imperfection of his program, and I want my speakers to model perfection. I just thought I'd share that with you in the <laughs> in the spirit of honesty. Um, I I've been in program about six months. I've lost fifty pounds, which I really try not to focus on. Um, but like, God, the weight loss is a really big trigger for me because the weight is what got me in here. And so I just, in your journey of the two hundred pounds that you were up and down, and like, I'm just curious what you did with that trigger and how you work with that trigger Um, because my disease really wants me to think that because the weight is going away then the disease is going away and i know that that's really slimy yeah thank you
1: it's not slimy um i'll uh, so when all i wanted was to get under 300 pounds that's all i wanted right like that was it and i remember going to a meeting where I said something. I, I, I think I'm, I think what I heard you say is what I'm about to say or address. Uh, I, I went to this meeting and I was like, guys, I'm at 299, Like I'm, I'm good. And I was like, you know, how do you, how do you keep doing this? You know, when you reach your goal plate and someone was just like, do, do you think that's healthy? And it hit me in the, in the chest. It like hit me right. I was like, Oh, fuck you, bro. But it, it it really it put things into perspective. And I'll say that uh I dealt with the trigger in general. Cause then when I got down to like 185, right? When I got down to 175, I was like, Oh, I'm I'm good. And I started taking my will back and I started eating more and yada and all that stuff. So how I dealt with the trigger was relapse. Um, that's what I did. I relapsed, I took my will back, I started eating more, um, because it It wasn't about the program. It wasn't about any of that. Um, And what helped me realize it. And it's funny because I'm not going to someone that recently just shared was one of the people that I called the day before I got honest. um, And it was I I I said it in the share. I was talking to a piece of cake at a gas station. And that is what made me realize, oh, this is what they mean by being in the food this is what they're talking about. Like I'm talking to this. And that is what made me realize that it was no longer about the weight. It was about my obsession with food. And that's what, that's what helped me kind of like go, okay, the weight I got to like, you know, obviously if I'm overweight, I am wearing my disease, but I still have, um you know, a really, screwed up mind around food and i do not believe that will ever be cured in my opinion like for me i don't think i'm ever going to be cured of that i just have uh you know uh reprieve i got a daily reprieve of it that's what i got and it's all based on you know whether or not i pick up the phone um so yeah
0: thank you chris um I am Meredith B, um, recovered compulsive reader in Nashville, Tennessee. And uh yeah, same as pretty much everyone shared. I just loved your loved your frankness and honesty. Um, and it just it struck me. I thought I was just sitting here listening, going, this guy got recovered in spite of himself. Because <laughs> at every turn you were like, I don't know, that sounds like horseshoe to me. <laughs> whatever but it didn't matter you had the willingness you had something or else you wouldn't I think uh just like in in the big book where it says in every man woman and child you know I think that that well I'll just say that it drives me I had the same thing where I just knew um I knew that this is where I belonged. It was like the only place I really always belonged. Um, And I would fight it and I would justify my reasons for leaving or, you know, blaming. I don't know, pointing out everybody's faults who were in the meetings and uh, just making excuses. But I couldn't deny it um when I was ready to get honest, that this is really the only place for me. And it's true. It's, it's where I got healing and recovery. Um, And also your share reminded me, uh, we, we were sharing about this recently on this meeting, but on page 60, that um God could and would, if he were sought, not if he was found, but if he was sought, because you, you know, you're like I don't know. I don't know what got it. I don't know what it is, but you're seeking, and that's we. I mean, we all are. So, I mean, that's what I think. I'm not to speak for everybody, but uh, I don't know. That's uh, that's what it feels like to me. So, thanks again for your share, Chris. It was really great. I will pass and um, ask the hosts to stop the recording for unrecorded shares.